Before we jump into today's episode, we want to talk to you about Internet Church. Rich, what is Internet Church? Oh, it's only the best internet gathering this side of the Kailua River. Is the Kailua River a thing? Maybe we should start over. <laughs> let's let's do it again. Ask me again. <laughs> no, let's leave it in. Now no, no, let's talk about Internet Church. Uh, internet Church. Actually, it's a thing we do every other Friday night where we all gather together, uh, encourage the saints in truth. It's uplifting. It's edifying. It's just a time to gather for about an hour on a Friday night or day, depending what part of the world you're in, just to be encouraged by the saints. You you think you would like something like that? Is the Pope Catholic? Uh, you bet your sweet bippy the Pope is Catholic. And uh, Justin, Internet Church is all about gospel freedom. It's good. I'm trying to think of the follow-up question. <laughs> oh, I'm like, man, this thing is lagging. Uh, all right. If No. Absolutely love it. So if you were going to... No. What are we going for? Are we trying to be funny or are we trying to be serious? I don't know. I I mean, whatever. I, we're trying to let people know that... Oh, <laughs> I'm not as gifted as you are in this department, my friend. So join us every other Friday night, 8 o'clock Central, 6 o'clock Pacific, 9 o'clock Eastern. If you are international and want to add that to your calendar so you don't have to do all the time conversions, head on over to lovereality.org slash circles and add the Internet Church Circle to your calendar. Welcome back to The Move, where we're vibing through the book 10 minutes at a time. If you're watching the video of this, you can tell clearly I'm not in the studio, I'm in a car. We're actually on vacation in Hawaii and doing this really fun thing. That's why Tyler and Ben and Jonathan and I all got to hang out earlier this week. But one of the things that we want to do for this episode is change things up just a little bit. So instead of me hosting the conversation, you're going to hear uh, our next episode of The Move from my friends Tyler and Ben together. So I'm excited to hear the conversation. This will be one of the first interviews, one of the first episodes that I'm actually not actually on. So I get to listen and move along with you guys. So with that said, Tyler, take it away. <laughs> Thanks, Justin. Uh, I am actually really excited about doing this with you, Ben. So me and Justin actually were sitting down to record this episode and we were looking, we were like, wow, look at these dates. Look at these like measurements, these time periods. I bet there's something super dope in here. And then as we kept looking, we we're like, Maybe we should include Ben on this conversation. And we just have a feeling this would be cool to include Ben. So we actually tabled it and then rescheduled so you and I could talk about it. And uh, I think the last episode, you talked about the flood, like the actual flood event with mm -hmm. Justin. And now we're in chapter eight, Genesis chapter eight, verses one, the whole thing, one to 22. And uh, it's after the flood. So it's once it subsides. Is that is that what you read? Genesis 8? Yes. Yeah, that's what I looked at. Yeah. Okay. Moses, or not Moses. <laughs> Moses. Noah just chilling on the ark. <laughs> you sound uh, like Morgan. Morgan gets Jonah and Noah mixed oh, up in her head all yeah. the time. I don't know if you've ever heard that joke where somebody says, like, how many how many animals did uh, did Moses did Moses bring on the ark? And, like, the <laughs> trick is, you'd be like, uh, two by two. It's like, no, he didn't bring any because he didn't go on the ark. <laughs> Anyway, that is just the story of my life, forgetting who was where, doing what. But yeah, this so anyways, whole, yeah. back to Noah being swallowed by a whale. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just playing. <laughs> just playing. So yeah, we're we're past the flood, and it says 
um, let's say the last verse of chapter seven was that the waters prevailed on the earth for 150 days. And then all of a sudden God remembers Noah and yeah. all the beasts and all the livestock that were with him in the ark because he forgot about them. Right. Because he forgot. <laughs> yeah. No, he didn't forget. It's such an interesting passage because I mean, I don't know about you, but I grew up always learning like how long was Noah in the ark? 40 days and 40 nights. But in reality, he was actually there for like a whole year. Yeah, that actually blew my mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This dude was chilling on the ark for an entire year just waiting. And it had been like 150 days, like you said. And then that first verse, chapter eight, verse one, it says, and God remembered Noah and all of the beasts and all of the livestock. And God made a wind blow over the earth and the waters subsided. And this is an interesting thing because you pointed out right there, like God remembers. Did God forget? Like, was this him being like, oh yeah, oh no, I did lose. Oh no, yeah, I left that dude on the ark. I forgot about that. <laughs> I was doing some other stuff. That's my bad. You were waiting longer than you needed to. But, you know, I'm here now. No, but, it, and that, that's, that that's doesn't the first check thing. out. No, it doesn't check out. Especially because in the Bible, there's this theme over and over that God, like every time before God acts on behalf of his people. He, it always says things like, and God remembered. Sorry, if you hear some noises, it's either chickens or some work going on in my house. Um, but it always <laughs> says, God remembered. And there's this, this interesting dichotomy. There's this interesting idea here because think about it. From Noah's standpoint, if you have, you built this ark, you spent all this time, everyone is now dead. You're on this boat and you've been waiting up to this point, 150 days and like, there's no sign that the water's going down. You're still floating strong as ever. You would start to wonder, like, did God forget me here? <laughs> like, what's happening? He saved me, but am I just going to be floating here forever? And I don't, I don't know if you've read the book Unbroken, but I kind of think of the the book Unbroken, where this dude went down um, on in this plane, and he's just floating on this raft for like days and days and days and days. And this is a question that always comes up in his mind. He's like, am I forgotten? Like, is this just mm. the end? And I can I can picture Noah and his family. I mean, picture his kids coming up. He's like, hey, dad, uh, remember you said that we're going to be rescued? Uh, why, why are we still floating? And I think that this this section right here where it says God remembered, I think is is speaking to this exact feeling that Noah was probably having. Like, mm. am I am I forgotten? And I don't I don't know if you've ever have you ever felt this way? Like you've been waiting on a promise or waiting on a blessing that God has said and it feels like God hasn't remembered. Have have you ever felt that way? Yeah, I actually think of a time when I was like maybe eight years old, I got an autoimmune disease. And uh I mean I was at the University of Minnesota Children's Hospital for like in and out for months, things actually got pretty serious and bad. But what mm. I did before I got sick was I would mow the lawn. And mm. my dad one time said like, hey, whenever you mow the lawn, I'm gonna get you Dairy Queen. It was a small lawn, right? Mm. It was a good size lawn for an eight or nine year old, right? And I remember like we actually had a trip down to Florida where this doctor was like, it was a new doctor, a different, style of healing i suppose um that we were going to see kind of in desperation and he says on the way there we're going to get your dairy queen hmm. and i was like looking forward to this dairy queen so bad the whole way and uh we drove through the night and obviously you can't get dairy queen at midnight yeah and so we got down to florida and the next morning had my first appointment with the doctor so we went there he says after 
after the doctor, then we're going to go to Dairy Queen. You're going to get your blizzard. And my doctor's appointment, I go in and the doctor's like, all right, so first things first, uh, we're going to put him on a fast and all he's going to do is drink juice for three weeks. And I was like, no. Blizzards are kind of like juice. They're kind of like juice. (laughs) Anyway, so he had this thing. He said, you're going to get a blizzard. You're going to get a blizzard. Then afterward, he was like, if Tyler goes back to eating the way he did before, this autoimmune disease could come back. Um, Let's just say it was about six months. And my dad was like, hey, remember that blizzard? Wow. And oh my goodness, my mouth is watering right now thinking back to it. But I literally, especially at that point, thought I'm never going to get this blizzard. Yeah. Wow. So when my dad's like, Tyler time for that blizzard i looked at my mom like really (laughs) wow man that is honestly that is such a beautiful story and i think it's it's extremely relevant to this story because the same exact thing is happening like god is like hey you're gonna be saved and the whole time he's like "Mm, i don't i don't know like this dude is there for a year proverbially without his blizzard and it makes me just, it makes me think, and, and, you know, I mean, I feel like I always am just finding these practical things and maybe, maybe there's, there's more in here, but there have just been so many times where it seems like waiting makes me think that something isn't actually coming. Like God said, you're going to have this blessing and I don't see it. And then I start to question whether or not I'm actually ever going to get it. I mean, I mm-hmm. think of, I think of there's been times in my life where I've been like, God, you know, why, you know, if I'm in a new place or something like that, and I start to think, I don't have any community. Like, why don't, what, like, I know that you have something for me because you, you want community for people. And then I start to wonder, as I wait, the longer it goes, the more I start to think, maybe this isn't actually going to happen. If you ever felt Man. that way, like the, yeah. the amount of time you wait actually, actually is parallel sometimes with the decrease in faith that we have that it's actually going to happen. Okay, so this verse is also the one that stood out to me because I recognize the pattern from creation, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Where his breath goes out over the face of the waters. Yeah. And in the story of creation, when the spirit is hovering above the face of the waters, one of the things that happens next is that land comes up mm. from the water. Like there's yeah. separation, yeah, 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 right? Yeah. And there's now solid ground where there used to be water and how water often represents chaos mm. in, in scripture. Like this is this theme of how God brings order out of chaos. And the fact that it's when God remembers uh, the other verse Mm. that came to my mind is that his word never returns void. Mm -hmm. Like it may not come in the, in the minute that I think of it in the minute that I'm waiting for it. It may not happen in the minute after he promises it, but his word never returns void. It always comes to fruition. And so when it comes to the chaos of life, God is a God of order. And he will bring peace where there has been corruption. He will bring healing where there's been damage. And he's promised all of these things and his word will not return void. But it's when our mind is set on Mm. the chaos that we start to doubt whether that promise is going to be coming to fruition, right? Like Noah, if he looks to the fact that he's in a boat that he built for a hundred years and everything came to pass the way god told him it would that he has like saved all of these types of animals and like if that's his focus then he's not gonna wonder if he's forgotten Mm, but if his focus is like yo we're running low on food 
Mm. Like, what are we going to do? I can't, you know what I mean? Like, if he's that starting to is... eye the, he's starting to eye the two donkeys, you know, <laughs> <laughs> the donkeys, bro. Why not the chickens, bro? I don't know. <laughs> Chick-fil-A. Yeah. 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 But yeah, you know, then, then all of a sudden you might start to think like, is God, is God forgetting us? Mm. And it's, it's in these moments where God remembers that it's like his void, his word does not return void. Wow. Yeah. And I, and I don't know who's listening today that really needs to hear this, but like, if God has promised you something, you don't need to wonder whether or not it's going to come to pass. Like, sure, maybe you can think, I wonder when, and I think that's that's totally fine. Like, that's totally normal. But never lose faith because there's a time of waiting. Like, mm-hmm. Noah literally waited in a boat for a year. You may have been waiting for like 10 years for something, but like, we serve a God who not only promised us good things, but he his heart just like wants good things for you so badly. Like the good thing that you think you need and want, God wants that for you even more than what that you want it for you. And I mean, it's this beautiful thing. And I know we're coming to an end of a time and we haven't gone super deep in all these places, but I think this is the main idea because even, even at the end of this, of this chapter, literally it says that the waters have left. No one notices that the waters have left. And then there's still a month where he waits mm. for the word of the Lord. Mm. It's like he 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 sees like, okay, it's time to get that thing. It's time to finally get off this boat. But still he waits on God's timing. And this, is, this is such an interesting thing. It's like we could have in our grasp the very thing that we've been wanting, but we should still wait on the prompting of the Holy Spirit to say, it's time. Man, okay. Now, I have a question for you. Yeah. Yeah. You're in a relationship with Definitely. my beautiful sister, Casey Goldring. She is beautiful. She's the best. Yeah. I, I'm is. a, I'm a big fan of Casey. You guys have been in a relationship for how long? Uh, over three and a half years. Like this April, it'll be four years. Yeah. We've been dating and you've been dating. Yeah. Long now, time. My next question is, do you know that you want to marry her? Yeah, definitely. I've known for a very long time. Okay. So if you've known that you want to marry her for a long time, like this is, it reminds me of like Noah in the Mm. ark, setting Mm. down on the ground and seeing like, oh, like my whole life, I've been wondering like, who am I going to marry? Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like on the ground and you're like, oh, it's Casey. Like, this is who I want to spend the rest of my life with. Yeah. But then like, Actually, as of, I mean, tell us where, where you're at with that. Like, there's still a period of waiting. Yeah, yeah. There. And that, man, that's a, that's a good parallel. I didn't really think about a ton. But yeah, there's there's been this, this period of waiting when, like, I can see, okay, this is, one, this is the girl I want to marry. And two, I mean, I, I, I believe, like, the Holy Spirit really, like, has a couple of times affirmed, like, this is the girl you are going to marry. Mm. Um, but there's still been this time of waiting because, I mean, for a, a few different reasons that I'm not going to go into, but it, it feels like it's interesting because God has clearly shown me, hey, this is the girl you're going to marry. But at the same time, early on, he told he literally told me, like, this is also a relationship that you're going to wait on. Mm. And 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 I don't I, I think this is going to air next week, so it'll probably already be done. But this this coming weekend, um, I'm going to propose. This is going to be real Ooh. awkward if it doesn't actually pan out. I think it will. I'm pretty confident, but if it doesn't, Casey says no, and it, yeah. this is out there for the whole world. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, and and so now we're coming to this end of this waiting period, and it's 
and it's cool because I think that there were times in in my life when we were waiting and I had these thoughts of like, is it going to really happen? Like, like, is this going to happen? But just holding on to this fact that like God had said this thing and, and because he had said it, it made the waiting a lot easier if I'm being honest, Mm. because it's a lot easier to wait on something, you know, is going to happen rather than waiting on something that you hope is going to happen. And I think as Christians, yeah, I think as Christians, this is, this is literally our, this is our, our privilege. Like we are not waiting hoping that Jesus is going to come again. We are not waiting, hoping Jesus is going to heal and wipe every tear away, but we are waiting, knowing Jesus Mm -hmm. is coming again. And we are waiting, knowing that he is going to heal, knowing that he's going to wipe every tear away. And this is the beauty of being a Christian in faith, because we are not waiting and feeling kind of uncomfortable. Like, man, I hope he, I hope he turns up. Maybe not, maybe, maybe, but we know that his word is good. And we know that he is coming. And this is what this is how Noah is waiting. This is why it wasn't, maybe it was hard for Noah to wait, but it wasn't necessarily super difficult because he knew that Jesus had delivered him and he knew that he wasn't left and abandoned. And in the same way, like we can have that same privilege waiting on whatever it is that God has promised us. Mm-hmm. Man, and so when when you may not have a specific word over your life, like mm. Ben has these experiences where the spirit says Casey is the girl that you're going to marry. Yeah. You can always turn to the scripture and mm. find the promises that are for you now. The promises yeah. that, that may not be specific to a time in earth's history or a specific time in your life, but promises that are the promises that will remain and endure for all eternity yeah. that started when he spoke them and that will remain forever. Like you are loved holy yeah. blameless and a righteous mm. child of god so man that is such a good word um we can be noah's actually maybe a good example in this story mm-hmm. <laughs> in this one for us of faithfully listening to the word of god hearing it actually hearing it in his heart obeying it yeah and then waiting for it yeah. to come to pass wow and, yeah man hallelujah praise the lord also good luck this weekend my thanks should be fun (laughs) no no small potatoes there (laughs) no small potatoes so check this out there's this book i mentioned it earlier called unbroken and maybe you have heard of it maybe you haven't but i highly recommend it it's not for uh, maybe young kids there's some graphic things that happen because it's a it's a true story of of a guy during um, world war ii that is a prisoner of war in a japanese um, camp and so if you know if you're sensitive to that kind of thing please you know don't pick it up and read it but if you're looking for a story and a book that you literally can't put down because it is just riveting and it is full of amazing lessons please pick this book up there i mean throughout the book there's maybe not explicit faith um faith ideas all the way through at the very end there is but but throughout it maybe there isn't but there are just lessons that we can learn about god's provision about you know the um just the strength that he's given humans and just some really, really great storytelling. So if you're interested in that book, I highly, highly recommend it. It was it was a beautiful faith builder for me, and I loved it and recommend it. Unbroken. Written by Un- who? Or? Broken. I don't know, but it's extremely look famous. Look it up. Yeah. Just look, if you type in Unbroken, it will be the first book. Okay, perfect. Yeah. And uh, if you want to send that over to me, that'd be great. Appreciate it. I will ship it to you tomorrow. <laughs> Get out of town. 
I have it. It's right here. Right. I have it. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, well, all right. We're done. So uh, thanks, Ben. This has been dope.